Writing your oncology case report is a huge undertaking, and it's easy to make silly mistakes that can derail your entire writing process. That's why you need my brand new masterclass, the three-step framework for a finished case report. In this free masterclass, you'll learn three of the biggest mistakes to avoid when writing your case report, the secrets to actually finishing your case report, no matter the patient case you've chosen, and my proven three-step framework for starting and finishing your very own oncology case report. Save your seat today at theoncopt.com slash framework. Again, that's theoncopt.com slash framework. Welcome to the Onco PT Podcast, where you'll learn from oncology experts, practitioners, and patients to help you on your journey to become a confident and competent Onco PT. Here's your host, Elise Decker. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Onco PT Podcast. I'm very, very excited that you're here today because we're going to talk about something that we haven't talked about yet on the podcast. Mainly because I'm not very comfortable with this topic area. And there's a few different reasons for this, but I actually had this as a request from a listener who said, Hey, can we talk about this? So yes, first of all, thank you to the listener who asked this question. Thank you for making me do this because this is a really important topic that I think kind of gets swept under the rug sometimes. So we're going to bring it out. We're going to talk about it. So today's episode is all about how can we help patients within the oncology, you know, cancer PT realm? How can we help patients who have skin issues, even if we are not a wound care physical therapist? So full disclaimer here, I'm not a wound care PT, or so I thought. And I really didn't think that I was until I started well, seeing these patients, and then the, it was a fantastic presentation at the Virtual Oncology Physical Therapy Summit by Aubreen Fiore, and she talked all about wound care and skin care and how you are going to encounter these patients at some point in your career. And I couldn't agree more because I went into OncoPT very much thinking, I'm not going to see wounds. I'm not a wound care therapist. That's not my realm. I'm just going to get in there and work with people who have cancer. And boy, was I wrong. So day one, day one of my very first job as an oncology physical therapist, I go in and I have an eval. It was the first patient that I saw that day. And this patient had some of the worst radiation burns I had ever seen, truly. And I do not say that with, um, with a, a sense of, you know, sarcasm or exaggeration here. That day, that day one really set the stage for everything else that I saw after that. And every other patient seemed to pale in comparison to that first patient's radiation burns. I just didn't know it at the time. So got in and did this evaluation and really struggled through it because this patient was obviously in a lot of pain. Those burns were very, very, um, bothersome to her in many different ways. She was very concerned that they weren't going to heal. And I totally botched that first eval. Um, no shame in demanding it. I totally botched it. And I completely glossed over these skin issues. And I think ultimately that came back to bite me in the butt later on because I really didn't know what I was doing or what to do with that patient. So that was just the first of many wounds, skin issues that I wouldn't have encountered so far. And if that's just what I've encountered, I know that y'all are seeing these out there too. Regardless of if you're outpatient, inpatient, 
home health, wherever you fall on you know, the treatment setting spectrum, we're going to encounter patients who have skin issues, who maybe even have wounds that we have a responsibility to address. Now, again, I'm not a wound care physical therapist. My training in wound care is very limited to what I learned in school. And I saw one wound on my inpatient rehab rotation. And we basically just took a picture of it and then handed it off to uh, the wound care specialist in the facility. But that doesn't mean that we still can't do things to help this patient ultimately heal better and to be able to function better in their settings. So this episode is all about what do we do with these patients if we are not a wound care physical therapist like me. So first and foremost, what we need to do when we are encountering patients is we got to look. We have to observe. We have to be able to check for potential skin issues. Hopefully, the patient has already identified that they are having these issues. Maybe a family member or a caregiver has. Maybe it's been another provider. But we also cannot ignore the fact that there may be wounds that we find that have been missed previously. So let me give you the example. So I had a patient who was coming to me because of weakness and overall deconditioned status after undergoing treatment for his, I think he had a lymphoma, okay? Well, we got to talking and he was talking about, yeah, I'm having balance problems too. Okay, are you falling? Yes, okay, so you know, how are your feet doing? And that's when it really opened up a whole um, list of issues that this patient started talking about. It's like, yeah, you know, I have diabetic neuropathy, which first of all, little sirens are going off in my head because this patient was also on a chemotherapy that could very well cause chemotherapy-induced peripheral neuropathy. So it was like, okay, crap, we got to check this out. So this patient's you know, talking about diabetic neuropathy, I have little alarm bells going off saying maybe some chemotherapy induced peripheral neuropathy as well. And this patient says, yeah, so every day I soak my feet in hot water and then I scrape off the calluses on my feet. And I just about fell out of my chair at that point because that, holy cow, so many issues with this. We already have, you know, insensate uh, tissues with potentially more on the way due to CIPN. And then we are opening up, unfortunately, ourselves to potential infections. And with the immunocompromised state that this patient was in, that could have been absolutely devastating to that patient's immune system and just them as a whole and completely derailed their treatment. So even though we didn't have any skin issues at the time, because I checked, I looked all up and down the feet, in between the toes, everywhere didn't have any, but that patient could definitely have experienced it. I wouldn't have known if I hadn't have checked. So first and foremost, we have got to check to see if our patients are having any skin issues. And this could be in the area where the treatment is going on. You know, I talked about my patient earlier, very first eval, had breast cancer, was going through breast radiation. So looking at that tissue, looking at the breast area, looking underneath the breast, looking in the axle, looking on the back to see, you know, maybe is there radiation damage, you know, exit on the outside? What does it look like? You have to be able to look at the skin and see what's going on here. And then check other areas that could potentially be an issue. Again, my patient who had the lymphoma wasn't receiving treatment to his feet, but he was receiving systemic treatment 
for a systemic cancer. And there were things that led me to believe, mm, I better check those feet. So check for the potential skin issues, because unfortunately, you never know what you're going to find. And until we actually lay eyes on it, we won't know. So number one, check for skin issues. Number two is educate patients on potential skin issues and what they need to look out for that are signs of potentially developing issues. So again, going back to my patient with lymphoma, even though we didn't have any skin issues, thank goodness, I still needed to educate that patient and his spouse on what to look out for and why soaking his feet in hot water every day and then scraping off the bottom of his feet was so problematic. So even if you don't know how to treat wounds, if you're not very well versed in that, we know as skilled clinicians what promotes better skin health, better skin integrity, and what potentially causes issues, what may cause problems with skin health and skin integrity. And we have a really important role to play in the education part of this. One of the other big things that I really, really encourage not only fellow practitioners who listen to the podcast, but you know, also in conversation with patients is cellulitis. Cellulitis is huge in my patient population. I do treat a lot of patients with lymphedema, so this is a very big concern for us. But cellulitis can affect anybody. It is not a cancer-specific infection. It's not a lymphedema-specific infection. It could potentially affect everybody. So what we need to do is we need to be able to educate people on what cellulitis is, why it's so problematic, and then what to do about it if they start seeing the signs and symptoms. This is probably one of the first educational topics that I will discuss with patients who come in to see me for lymphedema treatment. And again, I shared this actually last night on our little happy hour that we do on Instagram on Tuesdays, but cellulitis can start so fast and can spread so fast. It's honestly unlike anything that I've ever seen before. I had a patient before who started showing signs and symptoms of cellulitis in the morning and by that night was already admitted to the hospital because of how bad it got. This is a big deal, y'all, and we need to make sure that we are not only staying on top of it, looking out for these issues, but also educating our patients and their caregivers on what to look out for. That could be potential signs and symptoms of cellulitis. That's just one potential skin infection, right? There's so many out there, and depending on the treatment that your patient's getting, depending on the cancer that they have, what you tell them, what you educate them on very much depends. But it's our job as the OncoPT to recognize what the potential issues are for that patient and then educate appropriately. So number two, educate patients on potential skin issues, what to look out for. Education is a big deal here, right? And so one of the really important roles that I play as the OncoPT is to talk to people about what they are supposed to be doing as instructed by their medical oncologist, by their radiation oncologist, by their surgical oncologist, whoever the practitioner is, I really have an opportunity. We really have an opportunity to back up what they're saying, to encourage the patient to actually do the thing because sometimes they don't and to really emphasize and educate on the why behind 
that treatment or whatever thing that they're supposed to be doing. A lot of times, and you know this as well as I do, we spend so much more time with our patients than the oncologists get to, which is a real blessing for us. And so with that time, we have an opportunity to really make sure that the patient understands what's going on, why they're supposed to do what they're doing, supposed to do what they're doing. One of the big things that I encounter is radiation skin care, specifically when it comes to patients are going through radiation treatment and the radiation oncologist usually gives them, you know, a like a couple ointments, creams, whatever that they are supposed to be putting on and when they're supposed to put them on, why they're supposed to put them on. And sometimes this is a very long conversation. Sometimes it's not. All depends on the day, depends on the patient, depends on the practitioner. So I can come in now as the PT who gets to spend more time with the patient and talk to them about, hey, are you adhering to your skin plan of care, whatever that is? No. Okay, let's talk about that. So we have a fantastic opportunity. I firmly believe this. We have a fantastic opportunity to come in and potentially nip some of those issues in the bud or get ahead of some of the potential problems and decrease the severity of the damage that these patients may experience as a result of radiation treatment. The sooner they start on applying those creams regularly, the better they're going to do in the long run. And if we can stay on top of our patients and say, okay, are you applying this? We need you to be applying this. Heck, do I need to help you with the application process? Great, let's do it. But by educating patients on why it's so important to adhere to their plan of care, their skin plan of care, this is only going to help our outcomes in the long run. Even though I'm not a wound care specialist, even though I'm not a wound care PT, what I'm doing as I'm educating the patient to adhere to that skin, that skin care of plan is helping them in the long run. And that's what's, that's what's so important here. So not only educating patients on potential issues they could face, but educating them on their skin plan of care, why it's so important to adhere to this skin care, skin, yeah, care plan. And then what could happen if they don't is a really, really important part of OncoPT that again, sometimes I think just kind of gets swept under the rug, but we have such a great opportunity to really serve in that capacity. So number three, we educate patients to actually follow their skin plan of care. Okay, you're supposed to do this, now do it. Here's what will happen if you don't. Not to scare them, but just to say, this is really important stuff, let's do it. Now, number four that I really like to work on patients with, and this is again part of education, part of observation process, but I really like to check to make sure that clothing, garments, other things in the patient's environment aren't exacerbating current skin issues. And I'm gonna throw one underneath the bus here, mainly because I love to do it so much because it is so problematic in my experience. Bras. Bras are absolutely notorious, absolutely notorious for causing or exacerbating current skin issues that patients experience. Case in point, my patient, the very first patient I was telling you about today, 
my patient was experiencing some horrible, horrible radiation burns. And she was starting to have some skin peeling, kind of blisters. And she was definitely have some sloughing that I'm thinking back here. So she was having all of these skin issues right underneath of her breast tissue. Well, for my bra wearing listeners out there, we know we can appreciate that normally bras sit right underneath that breast tissue and just sit there and rub all day long. Now for certain issues, you know, for certain individuals who aren't experiencing radiation burns and don't have a lot of uh, friction, that's not a problem. But when we have skin issues, we have burns, no matter the size of the breast tissue, this is a really, really big deal. And a lot of times my patients who are undergoing this treatment are not able to wear their normal bras and may not want to wear their normal bras, frankly, for a variety of different reasons. I really like to make sure that patients are not inadvertently causing more issues with their skin than what's necessary, mainly through bras, because this is one of the big areas that I see all the time. So having conversations with patients about, you know, okay, this, you know, we know that skin, skin integrity, skin health is an issue right now. Your bra is likely causing or contributing to some of these problems. How can we work around this to make sure that we're still caring for your skin and giving you the support that you want? Personally, I really like the Ana Ono um, bra line series. Actually, I am, for those of you who are watching this today, I am actually wearing one of their uh, bras because it's now part of my regular rotation. But they fit differently than a lot of the conventional bras that we see on the market. They're very soft. They're much more gentle. And I find that they don't rub that you know, immediately post radiation skin that I see a lot of times with other products. So if you want more information, I will link to that in the show notes. Um, really, really good stuff here. I am actually an affiliate for them because of how much I really believe in their product. So if you want that, I can link to that in, in the show notes as well. But making sure that what the patient is actually wearing is not causing more issues for them. Honestly, it's so frustrating when patients find out that, oh, shoot. What I've been doing, because it's what I know to do, is actually causing more harm. It's frustrating at the end of the day. They're already struggling with enough. Let's not add more skin issues because of bras or other, you know, garments on top of it. So number four, make sure that garments, other clothing, bras, are not exacerbating current skin issues that they're already experiencing. And then number five, get patients connected with the right practitioners. Again, as a non-wound care physical therapist, there is a limit to what I know how to do with that patient. Now, in the future, I would like to get more wound care training so that I could be more proficient in working with this patient population. For now, that's not in my wheelhouse. But our responsibility is make sure that we get these patients connected with the right professionals, with the right practitioners who can help them with what they're experiencing. Maybe that's a wound care specialist, you know, nurse, other PT, whoever that is in your area. Maybe it's also getting patients connected with 
nutrition, social work. There's so much that we know that goes into wounds and skin care beyond just, you know, what's happening topically in front of our faces. So equipping patients with the tools that they need to get the right help for their wounds is the best thing that we can do. Again, from someone who is not a wound care PT, if you are, great. You know how to treat them, then do it as long as it's within your scope of practice. But for me, I don't know. And so these are the five things that I would do that I encourage you to do. If you're not comfortable treating wounds, these are the things that you need to do that you can do that are in your scope of practice to actually help these patients. Now, we did have a little bonus here. So we went through the five things that you can do to help patients who have skin issues, even if you're not a wound care physical therapist. But there's one more thing that you can do. And I'm not going to lie. Again, I kind of teased this already. But this presentation knocked my socks off. And I didn't know how little I knew until I listened to it. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I needed this two years ago. So my little bonus tip here is you have got to check out Aubreen Fiore's presentation that she did at the Virtual Oncology Physical Therapy Summit. It was all about wounds and skincare, and it blew my mind, honestly, at how much I learned, how much I didn't know beforehand, and that I can actually really make a difference with this patient population. And so if you are interested in that, truly you should be because it was fantastic. I do have the link in the show notes. Uh, so the Virtual Oncology Physical Therapy Summit was the joint summit that PT Pinecast and I came together and did. And it was super fun, very, very educational, informative, and very inspiring too. Obviously, I'm biased because we helped put it on. It was really, really fun. But highly Highly encourage you to check it out because it was so good. So with that, again, I will put that link inside of the show notes. Have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you again next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the OnCo PT Podcast. For more episodes, visit theoncopt.com.